What up, Fantasy Fam? Welcome to the Fantasy Fam Podcast. Thank you in advance for tuning in again. We always appreciate it. Another big week in the books. Week 7. See you later. The Bears actually caught a Hail Mary as time expired, except on the one-yard line. Kevin White making his second catch ever. Congratulations. Ever. Um, My my Giants (laughs) lost, brother. Again, your Cowboys lost. I mean, it was was an incredible week. It was an awful week. (laughs) (laughs) I just still can't believe that it was Kevin White, and, like, he actually had a chance to go across. I mean, you were at that game. I mean, the atmosphere was probably ridiculous, but just seeing it, I was – because I work in a restaurant. I work in a restaurant, like, everyone in the entire place just went completely mad. Like, it was just like, what? I was really hoping he would have scored. Oh, it was it was unbelievable because I was actually sitting um, a little a little higher up and came down for the last quarter. Wanted to you know meet some people, shake some hands, get to know some of the some of the staff. Unbelievable people. Like the environment you read was absolutely incredible. The Roman Forum Coliseum type type columns they had. It, I mean, it was it was unreal. Definitely check that off the list. But I was standing in between the fifty yard line and where the end zone was, like right behind the first set of seats. Man, oh my god, I. I saw like where he caught it. I'm thinking, oh my god, turn around, buddy! Oh, you caught it at the one. That was ridiculous. Couldn't believe it. Just, Unbelievable. Just great, just great defense on the pads, I guess. Well, great tackling. <laughs> Can't say great defense because they let him catch it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If, if you're gonna let him catch a hail mary, make sure it's at the one yard line. Exactly. For sure. Some uh, some big injury news this week. Um, Melvin Gordon, which was kind of weird. We found that out like late Saturday night that he. Either tweaked, pulled his hamstring. Um, obviously, that was unfortunate news. I know a couple people that actually never even got the memo. Didn't take him out of their lineups, which is terrible. Eckler, not really taking advantage of the opportunity with a measly 42 yards rushing. Hopefully, though, during the bye week, Melvin Gordon can heal up and come out firing for week nine. I think he'll be fine. He'll be ready. Give him time. Because now he's got, what, three weeks? Basically, to like heal up? Yeah, he's got last week, this week. He's got. Next a, week. He has a lot of time, so. I have faith. I'm glad that some of my uh, some of my bench bench squad stepped up in his absence. Yeah, not me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was fortunate enough to wake up that early and see it that he wasn't playing, and instead I put Duke Johnson instead of Deion Lewis because because why why would Deion Lewis have you know 20 fantasy points for me? Yeah, he came out of nowhere in why? that one. I mean, he's had why a couple would... games, but. <laughs> It was the game in London. It was the overseas across the pond time frame, I think, that threw a lot of people off. Because if they didn't see it on Saturday night, Mm-mm. then by the time they woke up, man, from a, Unless from you a, were a fan. nice night out, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Unless you yeah. wanted to wake up to watch it. I set my alarm for... Uh, I was an hour behind East Coast time Central. So I set my uh, I set an alarm and actually woke up. I think took Melvin Gordon out when I saw that he was out and actually passed right back out. Nice. <laughs> Hey, that's that's dedication right there. That's that's what you call dedication and passion. That's what you'll find here from the fantasy fan folks. It's not crazy. This one probably hurt a bunch of people as well, but he was already in your starting lineup. Going back to uh, back to Soldier Field and in the windy city of Chicago, Sonny Michelle. Oof. I mean, he he was looking pretty pretty electrifying early on, and then terrible terrible looking injury. Um, no structural damage, that's which a, is incredible. Bostonian fans worldwide. Oh. I mean, he's had knee issues though his whole, like his whole career though, right? So I'm, I mean, I'm hoping he's gonna be all right. I mean, what do you do there? It's week to week, right? They're saying it's week to week right now. I can see him probably not playing this week, only because they're playing the, they're playing the Bills. So there, there would be like no reason to rush him back. At least that's what I would do. But you know how the Patriots are; they're very 
they keep things close to the chest, I guess is, is the saying. Yeah, well said, with, well said. With injuries, so we're not going to find anything out until later this week. I know they obviously have to release their first injury report, what, Thursday? Thursday for I the think. Monday night yeah, game. Thursday. Yeah. I, I don't know. If I was the Patriots, I would leave him out, but as far as like fantasy goes, um, obviously James White. James White, I think, right now is like the number six running back. Dude, he is in, unbelievable. In PPR, he's an it's it's unreal. I mean, we knew he was this talented, but like th- this is like this is like next level stuff. Like he's actually showing like you're getting rid of everyone, so I'm gonna show you what I can do because he's literally been the only running back that they've kept. Yeah, everyone's gotten everyone's hurt. They've gotten gone. rid of everybody. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's like a carryover from the Super Bowl two years ago when he had three touchdowns. It's like he's looking like that, like that player all the time now. It's it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's amazing. Is there anybody else that you would like pick up as a bench stash or potentially start since they might be up by forty five points in the second quarter? Who knows who they're going to give the ball to? There are teams on by, obviously. Um, so if you do have someone like Zeke or you know Tevin Coleman or Melvin Gordon, even. Obviously, you're going to need someone unless you have a lot of depth. But Kenyon Barner could be someone to target. Barner. From there, I know, right? Like, where the hell did that come from? But yeah, Oregon Mighty Duck. He did. He did actually get like I think 13 carries when he was in the game. Right. It is against the Bears. Pretty good defense, mind yeah, you. Yeah. Um, like I said, they're playing the Bills. They could be up by a lot, and they're literally just going to give the ball to Kenyon Barner just to to run it but based on based on volume and opportunity i think Kenyon barner could be a pretty good flex play i don't want to say a like a like a low running back like two maybe a running back three i mean he is on the patriots offense like that that alone boosts him up a little bit too in my opinion true he might even get two carries at the goal line and score two touchdowns exactly they get that close it's like hey let's just give it a Kenyon. yeah definitely uh keep an eye on that one um, another one sticking with that game. This was this came out of left field also. Oh, uh, so crazy. Gronkowski. <laughs> and we, I, we were so disappointed, too. We wanted to see this dude in person, man, just like chucking guys. But um, apparently the back tightened up. I mean, I don't know. Some people were speculating that maybe he missed a curfew. I mean, he didn't even fly out there. So it's I, I think it's honestly it's like a, it's a no story, really. <laughs> I think he'll be back. He'll be back from Monday. And if not, he'll miss another week and then he'll be fine. There's nobody else to really target, though, obviously. So no, no, definitely not. San Francisco 49er Matt Breda has been fighting through an ankle injury for the past few weeks. Looked like he aggravated it early on. Only played a few plays after that. Alfred Morris, incredibly slow plotter. Looks like he's running in, in quicksand. Who knows Raheem Mostert. <laughs> Most, Mostert. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mos, Mostert. Mostert. Yeah, I think Most, he's going to get. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to get some opportunity and catch the ball out of the backfield. And he's actually looked looked like a looked like a bowler when he's been out there for the few plays. So I'm, I'm targeting him as a waiver pickup this week. I would definitely target him. And if Matt Breda, obviously Alfred Morris, I mean, he was set to start that one Monday night. And uh, I'm just going to give a little shout out to Matthew Barry, who probably never listens to our podcast ever. Um, I still his his rant or his not his rant, I guess his. Uh, what, what do you what do you call it? Did you watch it? Did you see what happened? Oh, a deep emotional breakdown. I heard. Oh maybe, my god, like he was he was down by point seven points going into Monday night, and all he needed was one point from Alfred Morris, who was set to start the game, and Alfred Morris got a holding call on one play, and it got called back. After that, Alfred Morris did nothing for the rest of the. He game. never played again. Never played again. Oh, exactly. My. So Raheem Mostert um, has been 
absolutely incredible for the Niners. I mean, you, it, that offense, is, it's kind of an anomaly right now with C.J. Beathard, Beathard. They're actually doing, they're actually putting up some decent points with him. Um, but the Arizona Cardinals are giving up 148 yards on the ground per game. Ooh. That is terrible. Matthew Breda, if, even if he's playing, they obviously show that they want to use both of these guys. So I think that Raheem is definitely someone to target. If he's available, I would definitely pick him up, and I would st- I would I would probably start him. Me even honestly as a running back too, definitely a flex play. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. When you give up that many running yards, I mean, 148. That's that is horrible. That's terrible. It's a bunch of matadors as defensive linemen, just letting him run through. And Patrick Peterson doesn't want to play anymore for them, so. <laughs> No, the team is giving up. I think it could be. Uh, oh, they're totally giving up. An underrated game of the week, honestly, but I'll talk about yeah. that in a bit. Yeah, bit I, for I, sure. I agree. Um, Mershon Lynch from the. Um, I think they're going to change their name to like the John Gruden's or the something. Fir- the first he's round. Clearly, the first round picks. He's taking Raiders. over, man. He's doing what he wants. They're preparing for uh, for Vegas. So uh, this is just the beginning. I think honestly, they're going to make a bunch more moves. Maybe even Derek Carr. Who knows? Maybe he'll end up as a Giant. We can't really afford it, but, I mean, we need and some quarterback that's going to actually throw the ball to the receiver who's open on the play that was called to that receiver. Like Odell on that fourth and goal when he ran out in the flat. Oh, my God, he was open. Sorry. I digress. The freaking Giants. Um, <laughs> Amari Cooper <laughs> traded to Dallas. Marshawn Lynch on the out. He's on the IR. He's probably not going to come back. And last week of the season, it doesn't matter for fantasy. Exactly. I mean, I think they're going to be down personally because the defense is horrific. So what does Derek Carr do? Obviously throw interceptions, but he's going to check down to Jalen Richard. He's one of my top waiver pickups of the week. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Totally, totally agree. Everyone's like, oh, let's pick up the muscle hamster, Doug Martin. I, I can see uh. just based on volume alone, I think in the beginning of the game he's going to get a lot. I mean, he might be out there. Obviously, Half this the is game. all speculation because who knows what the hell the Raiders are going to do. I mean, he could end up trading someone <laughs> midway through the game. You don't for a Doug first, gets cut for a first round pick. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, John Gruden is looking like a freaking genius right now. A couple weeks ago, he was looking like a moron, but now he's looking like a freaking genius. And the Cowboys, sorry, I'm just going to be really, really an angry Cowboys fan. Um, Jerry, you are dumb for giving up a first rounder. Actually, it was Stephen. Apparently, Stephen A. Stephen A. Jones is that his, whatever. Stephen A. Jones. I don't know. His freaking son is a moron too. <laughs> Called up the Reggie McKenzie the next day and was like, "Hey, we want Amari Cooper. All right, it's gonna take a first round pick. Okay." And that was it. Literally, like it was just deal. It was it was the smoothest transition apparently for a trade. Amari Cooper cannot catch. What? <laughs> the Patriots got Josh Gordon for a fifth round, like. And Josh Gordon, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel about this, is is not so much better, but I, he's significantly better than Amari Cooper, in my opinion. It's crazy to watch him run full speed. It looks like he's jogging. It looks like he's not even trying. He could have scored on that 55-yard freaking. That play was ridiculous. He Why wasn't he sprinting? Scored. Gary Sanchez, get the load out of your shorts. What are Jeez, you doing? man. He's like running on his heels. It looked crazy, too, in person. I'm like, is he even running? Like, oh, that what is that terrible. guy doing? But and, I do. and for you move down the field though he's gliding. Exactly right. I mean he's just so tall and big. But uh, I I do like Jalen Richard a lot better, especially in a PPR league because the like you said the Raiders they're going to be down they're going to be passing a lot, and Jalen Richard that is his that is his forte. 
So yeah, if for you, sure. He's had some big need, games too. If you need someone to fill in waiver, maybe even for the rest of the season, honestly, as a running back, because running backs have been so – I mean, besides Saquon and Todd Gurley, there are no running backs that are, this, that are consistent on a week-to-week basis. Those are the only two that are like starting with confidence. <laughs> no, it's tough. It's tough for sure. Human beings playing a game, you know. Um, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. Um, just to backtrack very quickly on Amari Cooper, I think. I mean, I don't want to like you know defend the Cowboys here or anything. I know it's a first round pick. He is only 24 years old. That is the true. upside is still. I don't want to say it's tremendous, like when he got drafted in the first round, but he still has a lot of upside and. Maybe put in a different situation, uh, surroundings, coaches. Maybe if they throw the ball to him like 15 times every single game, like he's he'll actually to get into exactly. a rhythm. Yeah. So honestly, I think I don't, who knows if you can find a receiver even with with his talent level that's 22, 23 years old next year. You know what I mean? So it's almost like it's almost like another Dez almost. You know, like a big target that isn't really that fast, but could be a good possession receiver. You know, kind of like a like a Keyshawn Johnson. His first two years, he had over a thousand yards. Exactly. In the past season and a half, he doesn't even have a thousand. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> he's been he's been dinged up. The offense stinks. They they don't throw it to him. He disappears. I, um, I think for a team wise, it wasn't smart for the Cowboys, but I think fantasy wise, I think Amari takes a little bit of a step up. Just I, know, I don't on, know what to do with him. I don't like having Cowboys. I might have to trade him. So if anybody's on, listening, based listen on our volume, leagues, yeah, right. Just a, send me an offer. Based on volume alone, I think he definitely takes an uptick. But plus, he's got two weeks to at least learn the offense now. I mean, for the bye week, That's I true. think it was. I think it was smart to do it before the bye, but it's like for a first round pick, really. Ugh. Trivia question for you uh, listeners out there: email us, and I'll. Uh, it's at the fantasyfam at gmail dot com. Um, how many? Or Twitter. Hit us on Twitter. How, how many players at the fantasy fam? Yes. How many players were actually traded during their bye week to a team that was also on their bye week? Like this dude is out for two weeks because of bye weeks, wow. which great opportunity to learn the playbook, but. Hit us up with that, and you'll get a free koozie. Love it. The, the Miami Dolphins. Um, so they had a bunch of receivers coming into the season. Nobody was really sure, I think, what they were going to do. Um, Danny Amendola has actually been pretty pretty fantastic the last two games with Brocktober. Kenny Stills definitely out this week. Albert Wilson potentially out for the rest of the season. Very unfortunate. Um, Jakeem Grant, I think, is somebody to target. That dude is Maybe. incredibly fast. And... This is a, this was crazy to me. I'm looking at the stat, and I think Miami actually what they're one and one now that Brocktober has taken over. He's the number eight QB over the past two games. He's actually looked pretty pretty electric. Like it's it's I'm just better than Tannehill. I'm just so yeah. Is, Tannehill is not the answer for he the Dolphins. Stinks man. He's he's done. He is not good. Like they, he was they a were wide what? receiver for half his life. They were three and zero, right, to start the season, weren't they? Yeah. Yep. Again, right, or something like that. A couple of years ago, they did the same, whatever. But I just don't. Welcome to Miami. It makes no, it makes no sense that Tannehill. I think they definitely should keep giving Osweiler the chance. I mean, he's he's looked, he's looked like the first. I mean, he was drafted what in the first round. Brock. Yeah, I know? think it was. Elways to Denver exactly. Oh no, he was in Houston and they got rid of him, and then Elway signed him to that oh, deal God, in Denver. <laughs> either way, he or vice versa. I either way, wrong, he whatever. failed at all of those places. Maybe the the warm weather down in Miami's doing wonders for him. Who knows? But he's looked really good. But I, Amendola, I actually I actually do like Amendola against Houston. I mean, their defense, their defense isn't really that great. I mean, their their pass defense. 
their their defense is okay. They're giving up like 350 yards total. But who who knows? I mean, Miami, like you said, he's been what? He's the number eight quarterback over the past two weeks. Yeah, Danny Amendola, six catches, 84 yards, and a TD last week on seven targets. Kenyon Drake had eight targets, and then nobody else had more than three. So oh, if, if Amendola's out, I like – I mean, I like Amendola regardless, but – Kenny Kenyon freaking Drake, man. Kenyon Drake, I know, man. He's a freaking white whale. Like, you, you can never find him, and then there he is. Past two That's, weeks. <laughs> I mean, he might be serviceable for this game. Who knows? I think so. I'm definitely starting him. I have to. I got some bye guys, and I mean, I have. There's nobody else on the waiver. You know, like I'm not going to start Kenyon Barner over him, or no, he'll get the opportunity. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'd not say you got to go start. with Drake. Exactly. So. Like Frank Gore. Thursday Frank Gore's games still. are weird too. Exactly. Like it could be a very high scoring game. Who knows? Lashawn Lashawn McCoy. I mean, he's been a shell of his former self. I mean, he is playing for a minor league team out of Buffalo, though, which is weird because some weeks they've actually looked good. Beat some teams, and then they're horrific. Well, Derek Anderson, I mean. Derek Anderson was the starting quarterback. Um, I think this is obviously a a game to avoid. Chris Ivory, if you're literally that desperate because McCoy might not play and someone has to get the football, but um, you probably want to start the Patriots' defense, if anything. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, their their defense isn't – it's not that good. They're giving up – funny enough, Buffalo actually has a better defense <laughs> than the Patriots. But that don't mean crap because the Patriots are a Super Bowl contender, whereas the Buffalo Bills, like you said, are a minor league team. Yeah, and the Colts came in with one of the worst defenses and then – Trounced them. Five. <laughs> but it's Derek Anderson, exactly. Like, you, you exploit your matchups. And, like, to everyone out there that said, oh, start the Colts, oh, this was such a smart move by me. Of course, like, of course it was a smart move by you. Like, you, you're you playing against Derek Anderson. You know what I Like, come on, dude. Former All-Pro Cleveland Brown, what's up? Like, if J.P. Lossman was out there, like, good for you. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're playing a terrible quarterback, you're going to – Obviously, you're going to pick that defense. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a good streaming defense, whoever's playing the Bills. Um, right? For, especially, for the most part. Especially with Derek Anderson. Yeah. This was the uh, the previous Thursday night game. Uh, Broncos-Cardinals, which actually wasn't a game at all. Broncos D, I think, put up more points than anybody this week, which was crazy. But rookie running back Royce Freeman suffered an ankle injury. He may be out for a few weeks, which, I mean, I'm, I'm – I don't like to see guys get hurt, obviously, but I think this is going to be Philip Lindsay's opportunity. Finally, they are going to just feed him the football. They need to please give him the ball twenty-five times this week. I don't care. He's looked ridiculous in spurts, and then you don't give him the ball. So I'm, I'm really hoping that this is his week. I'm starting him in every league I have him. I think with Royce Freeman being out, Booker potentially Bibbs might be options that we don't really know how it's going to play out. This might be a wait and see, and then. And then they're saying that what Demarius Thomas may may be on the trading block. I mean, he's thirty. He's at what? He's on the he's on the older end of thirty. He hasn't really done anything. I mean, especially where you drafted him, probably what maybe the third or fourth fourth round. If you drafted him, you know there. Um, I think it's I think it would be a good idea for the Broncos because they are in that kind of rebuilding. I mean, it's like is Casey Keenum the answer? They got Philip Lindsay. They got Devonta Booker. They got Royce Freeman. I mean, all these running backs are insanely young. Devonta Booker, what? It's his second year, third year. 
Lindsay and Raymond yeah. are both rookies. He stinks, though. Exactly. But you only yeah. really don't know. I mean, Philip Lindsay is like, he's very good. But Love he's, Lindsay. he's only averaging like nine carries a game. Mind you, the guy has a 5.8 yards per carry. Give him the ball. Unreal. He had 14 carries against Arizona for 90 yards and a touchdown. It's unbelievable. And a 20-yard run that was called back from holding. So so you see what this guy can do. Now, like you said, I mean, obviously you don't like to see guys, but like if you are a Lindsay owner, you're starting him with, with confidence this week. Honestly, I really don't. I don't care who they play. I mean, I think he's going to get a lot of a lot of carries. I I, I think it might be the most carries he gets all year. Maybe even more than fifteen. Has to. It has they to. Don't tr- they don't trust anybody else. They've been splitting carries essentially, Lindsey and and um and Royce the entire the entire season. So. Exactly, and to go back on that point with Demarius, uh, you Cortland Sutton owners, you know, you may want to hang on to him. Just watch over the next week. To see if Demarius gets dealt, because if he does, I think Cortland Sutton definitely sees an increase of targets, obviously, because Demarius will not be there. So just keep an eye on that. Yeah, because they're definitely not out of it, and I don't want to um, really bring this up um, to talk about too too long. But I saw that that Chad Kelly, Jim Kelly's nephew, arrested for trespassing today. When I read literally like a week or two ago that. He might get a chance to, to start as the season goes on if they continue to lose. So not anymore. I mean, that's just a ridiculously <laughs> unfortunate situation. Like, what what are you doing, pal? You're you were the last pick in the draft. You were hurt. Now they're gonna give you a chance and you're and you're breaking into people's houses. I mean, we don't know the story yet. Innocent until proven guilty, of course, but that's not how people act these days. So moving on. Um that really sums up a lot of the injuries, but are, are there any other names that you want to throw out there, brother, for the audience to keep an eye on? Oh, to keep an eye on for this week. Oh, definitely. Um, and I'm love- and I'm so pissed about some of them that I could not get. Um, I picked up Jalen Richard in one league already last week, knowing that he was on a buy, that people were gonna try to pick him up this week. So I already did my due diligence and got him. <laughs> uh, mind you, the bench is insanely big. It's in a league we're in together. Uh, so obviously, I needed him, and I need running back help. I hate you, Jordan Howard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he salvaged he salvaged the day with a touchdown he didn't salvage anything he still only got nine points <laughs> Tariq Cohen baby good lord uh Marlon Mack definitely uh he got I think like in PPR leagues it was like 10 Ooh. it was like 10 or 11 points the first game he came back and then last week he had a monster game of 31 uh mind, yeah, you, they, mind you they did play the Bills who actually have a somewhat stout defense funny enough uh but I just, I just think that they really like him, it, it looks like, which is kind of funny because Jordan Wilkins out of the picture. Naeem Hines, I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't want to say he's droppable, but he, may be, honestly. He, he might be droppable. Like, I would drop Naeem Hines to get Jalen Richard. Like, that's, I guess that's where I'm going with that. Uh, Kenyon Barner we talked about, obviously. Um, CJ Ozuma, Ozuma. Um, I think he should have been picked up last week. Because there are no tight ends out there whatsoever. Like, no tight end is that good except for the top five. Like, Gronk's not even having that good of a season, and he's still, like, the number nine tight end. Weird, weird <laughs> position. Uh, Ozuma, I mean, obviously Cincinnati got stifled. I've never even used that word. By Kansas City last week. That was that was absolutely disgraceful. That was a disgraceful performance. Kansas City has one of the worst defenses they give up 332 passing yards. Andy Dalton could not even surpass, I don't think, like 150. 
It was so bad. I was tied in one league. He had Kareem Hunt. That's it. And I had Andy Dalton, Tyler Boyd, and AJ Green. Why wouldn't oh I? Oh my goodness why, gracious! Why wouldn't I win, right? Why wouldn't I win? That, yeah, that's a Matthew Berry type beat having Alfred did Morris, I, man. Did I did I win? No, I actually lost by like twenty four points because Kareem Hunt had a ridiculous game. Yeah, he did. So I just I, I'm and all you Andy Dalton people that we even said um, for me and the uh, the ginger last week we said to start Andy Dalton. I'm sure a lot of people did though, thinking the same exact thing we did that it would be a very high scoring game. Uh, but Kansas City, you know, um, they decided to show up. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that. Uh, and another guy I really like this week, who actually picked up a couple weeks ago. Um, he might be, he might be on the, I don't know. I think he's like fifty, little less than fifty percent owned right now. Is uh, Geronimo? Uh, out of uh, Green Bay, he is coming off a bye. He's had time to heal. I, I really I really like him as the number two behind Devonta. Um, they do have Randall Cobb still, but I think Geronimo is obviously that outside threat, and uh, Aaron Rodgers loves to throw the ball because they obviously can't run it. So they just haven't run it. I, I mean, they may have to run it this week though because they're playing the Rams and the Rams rush deep run defenses. I mean, it's not good at all. That's it's that's their that weakness. Good, exactly. So you you need to run the ball against them. Aaron Jones owners, if you still kept them, I mean. Uh, I might start him this week, dude, ballsy. just because It'll they're be going to need to do yeah. something. Let's go, Aaron Jones. No, Mike McCarthy, really. Keep him in the game and give him the ball. I mean, hell, the, pa- the Packers. So the Rams Rams defense, they're actually only giving up 100 on the ground, which still isn't which still isn't bad. I mean, it's like middle of the pack, but that should that should be a good game. That should be an interesting game. That that has a potential. I mean, if Aaron actually, if they had a better, a little bit of a better team, that could be even potential of like an NFC Championship game, or like a divisional game, you know, like second round maybe. Yeah, the Packers have gotten. Um, I think they've gotten pretty lucky thus far, honestly, because a couple of the games they won was at yep. like the Bears game, the 49ers game. They really blew it, making mistakes and play calling at the end, giving Aaron Rodgers a shot to go down the field, and then penalties and. Ridiculous catches, ball placement. I mean, obviously, sometimes it's better to get lucky than it is to be good. Exactly. Um, I but I, the Rams are actually good. So, I mean, I, I could see this being being a little bit of a blowout. Honestly, I don't think the, the Packers are quite ready yet, even with the bye. Honestly, but you don't you don't sit anybody because there's garbage time anyway. So Rogers is going to be throwing the ball the whole the whole game anyway, since they're not going to you know give the ball to Aaron Jones probably. But that's uh, that's fine. <laughs> So we got some uh, some bye weeks. We obviously touched on a bunch of this just to uh, to reiterate to you guys: the Atlanta Falcons, the Dallas Cowboys, the San Diego Chargers, and the Tennessee Titans. I don't think anybody in the Titans has really been a must start. Maybe you played Deion Lewis, maybe not, but nobody else in that team was in your lineup. Uh, Falcons, obviously, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Ridley Coleman. Um, I can't call him. Cooper. I can't call him Zeke because I hate Ohio State, and my Michigan is number five right now, baby. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy Khakis, oh my God, what a game against State. I'm so st- pumped about it. I'm still scared. So pumped. I mean, it's, <laughs> the, the thing is that we have a chance right now. Like, we, we're in the thick of it. We're number five. If we win out, we control our destiny. Basically, I mean, you really can't ask for a better situation. Basically, in but it's like, oh, Ohio State just got shelled. Oh, Purdue. dude, everyone's talking about how now there's tension and friction, and now he's pulling that Florida thing again where he's, like, getting headaches and passing out on the sideline. It's, like, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. he did on Florida. So, oh, oh, we're going to really let you get out of your contract. That's fine. And then a year later, he resurfaces at Ohio State. Yeah, great job, you jerk. 
um, Philip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Melvin, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, Ford, yeah. who, need, who obviously needs this rest, and Tyrell Williams apparently is owned in less than 20% of the leagues. So I think he seems to be one of his top targets. I mean, he's he's almost a must-add, almost a must-start moving forward, I would say. I would say try uh, to pick him up this week. If you ha- if you can afford to keep a guy on your roster so that you can get ahead of everyone, because most people don't pick up a guy on a bye week. But like I said with Jalen Richard before, if you can get him, get him this week and stash him if you can actually, if you can do that. I think that's a smart move. Strategy, that, that is a great call, brother. That's preparing. You're planning, planning ahead. I love doing that. Thank you. That's great. Um, no, yeah, just so we'll just... Fantasy football and life. Oh. <laughs> as, uh, as Scar from, you know, one of my childhood favorites said, you know, be prepared. Be prepared. That's right. So uh, just some uh, to touch on some some themes. You know, we got into some details details before on some of this. You know, reiterate, help you guys plan for, plan for the week and set your lineups. Um, although Jacksonville has done fairly well across the pond in London, um, Personally, I am steering clear of any Jacksonville skill player this week. J- Jake the Snake Bortles has been absolutely atrocious. I was They were showing stats the other day um, where he has the most off-target throws of anybody in the league by far. Inaccurate, overthrown, underthrown, like just turning the ball over. Like he looks uh, terrible. He The offense is terrible. Cody Kessler had to come in the game. Are you kidding me? It's kind He's being of baffling. Cody Kessler? It's, it's, Are you serious? It's just baffling to see because he's had some very good games, Blake Bortles. And they paid that dude. They just paid him. Tommy C, man. That might be his biggest mistake. Like, I don't – I just I just don't understand it. And this is exactly the same thing that, like, happened last year too. Like, oh, Bortles is still – you know, let's throw in Chad Henney, you know. But – and and here's the thing, though, about the Jags right now is that last year at least their defense was so incredible – to bail him out, whereas the defense does not look good at all this year. So, oh yeah, so, so like, the Jags they're do not, they don't look good. Like they're just they're just uh, not a good team right now. At uh, all. And the Eagles <laughs> have had some hard fought games. That heartbreaker against Carolina. I'm not too upset about it. No, me neither. <laughs> but not at all. I'm I think sure. I think they bounce back and um they're gonna they're gonna take it to the Jags for, for sure. I, I um, would still start Yeldon. He probably would be the only one that I would start based on opportunities i guess i mean carlos hyde it will be his what first game back or yeah first, first game, game, first uh, game. jaguars yeah. jaguar jaguar's uniform so i don't know i'm still starting yelling why because i have to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and two because i'm a huge fan they do have a decent offensive line though it's just their teams are keying on keying on the box i mean because bortles is just terrible exactly but we We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll get some of that that Wembley Stadium magic if that's where they are playing. Yeah. And another team I think that bounces back, the Chicago D. We usually don't really touch on touch on defenses too much here. We mentioned the Patriots as a potential streamer for the week, but I think that was a crazy game too. Like Chicago is is for real. Even though they lost that game, I know you you don't take you win or you lose the game, but you got to take some take some positives from that game. They played the Patriots, who are I mean they were just in the Super Bowl. Like they're they're perennial Super Bowl contenders every single year, and they actually fought them to the end, had a chance with that ridiculous Kevin White Hail Mary. So I think they're going to be pissed off. They're going to be playing in Soldier Field. Hurricane Ditka comes in, and I think the defense is going to dominate. Oh, I hope so. I really, really hope so. I mean, the Jets. The Jets actually haven't looked. They haven't looked terrible the past. Well, I mean, the last game against Minnesota, they looked pretty abysmal. But the two games they won, mind you, they played the Colts, who have very bad defense. And then they played Denver, who 
whose defense was awful then. But, that shocked me that game. You know, I think everyone was freaking shocked that game. Uh, but I do, I, I totally agree, and I really hope the Bears, because I still have them in like three leagues, I think, three or four leagues, actually, their defense. Uh, I think Sam Darnold is good for at least two interceptions. I'm really hoping there's probably a multiple sacks. We'll just yeah, and I think Bolal is actually dinged up as well. So Trenton Cannon, I mean, keep an eye on him. He hasn't gotten a lot of opportunity, but if Powell sits, then he might be somebody to, uh, you know, just keep an eye on. Ooh, and uh, speaking of the Jets, sorry, I'll just, I just really want to touch up on this guy. Uh, Herndon, the tight end. Ooh. Getting a lot of love from Sam Darnold. I think he scored a touchdown last week. He's getting a lot more targets every single game. Um, I think that he could definitely be someone to target. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, Chris Herndon. Uh-huh. He he what? He got seven targets last week. Two the week before. So clearly, it looks like I don't know. Maybe when they're down. He's gonna throw to him, but he had he had four catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. PPR league, that's that's 14 points right there for a freaking tight end. That is that is phenomenal. That's unbelievable <laughs> this year. Oh that my is, god, with all the ups and downs that and inconsistencies. That is phenomenal. So that, Chris Hernan is definitely someone like if you are legit streaming tight ends every single week. Mind you, they are playing the Bears in Soldier Field. Bears have a pretty stout defense, but. Jets probably are going to be playing from behind, so Chris Herning could get garbage time, and garbage time means more fantasy points. So yeah, I love garbage time. <laughs> Touchdowns still count at the end of the game when you're down by 30. Exactly. Trent Cannon actually had five targets, which he turned into four receptions for 69 yards. That's um that's fa- fairly impressive. Pretty actually, pretty solid right there. I like that. So we'll see. Um, speaking of uh, b- bouncing back again, Orange team, the Tiggers. The, the Bengals, alliteration aside, the Bengals bounce back. I think, I know, I know, you're not, I don't, I'm not, like, overly confident about it, but they're, but the Chiefs D actually, like, they, they showed up last week, and they're playing Tampa. Like, I think this has, like, barn burner written all over it. Neither defense is going to show up. Jami is, and Dalton are just going to be throwing the ball 75 times each. They're going to they're gonna put up some points, probably have a couple turnovers each. I mean, it's going to just be a ridiculously sloppy Sloppy football game. <laughs> both both defenses are giving up over 400 total yards. Both oh, both pass geez. defenses are giving up more than 310. So I don't. I mean Marvin Lewis, you figure figure your shit out, bro. I would say, or else you're gonna lose your job. But you you should have lost it probably 10 years ago. How you still have a job is beyond me. Um, this needs to be a bounce back game for Cincinnati. They are home. I believe it is, right? It is in Cincy. Um, Cincinnati, yeah, Ohio. It is in Ohio, so give me a five-way, give me a six-way, you know, with my noodles and chili and beans. All you Cincy fans out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Andy Dalton, better, better show up this game. I need A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd, and I'm sure all of you out there need him to do well. Because, like, that last week was just, it was just a bit, like, that was just horrid. <laughs> that was so bad. But I could see the Bengals winning this game, even though Jameis, Jameis is actually he's actually been a pretty solid like fantasy quarterback since he like came back. Their win loss record, I mean, I think they've lost every game that he's played. <laughs> right? I think he's 0 and 3. Yeah. No, he's um, what is he? He's one in one and two. That's what he is. That's really good. He's one and two. 
doesn't matter. Wins, losses, who gives a crap? As long as he has a good fantasy day, right? That's, that's, yeah, that's exactly. All, that's all you guys care about. That's all we all care about. Who gives a shit? Put up some points, yeah. <laughs> no one cares over, about their, their exactly. team anymore. Doesn't matter. Especially when they're 1-6, you know. At this point, I just want the Giants to get the first pick. Right? So. Who cares? Saquon owners, he's still doing it. Their team stinks, but oh. he's still doing it. He's ridiculous, dude. I was looking at his numbers the other day, and he's consistently getting between like twenty and thirty-five points every single week. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's he's, he's unreal. It's he's unreal. Crazy because Odell still gets his yards. I guess Shepard still gets yards here and there. They've been like, they've been up and down a little bit. But Saquon is all over the place. Like they're ridiculous. he's he's literally turning. He's he's turning into Le'Veon Bell. Like he's he's oh my aver- God. it's like he's averaging like forty touches a game. With Barry Sanders' thighs. It's dude, he's a freaking monster. He really is. He's got balance, bro, like a ballerina. He's he's a monster. It's unbelievable. I'm uh, I'm I'm very impressed and happy. Um, going out to the desert in Arizona, San Francisco this week travels there. Um, this game, I'm honestly gonna gonna I'm going on a hunch. I think it's gonna be one of the more exciting games. Honestly, I for some reason I'm just thinking the the CJ Bethard. To long jump Olympian Marquise Goodwin against the I, I think rising duo, rookie duo, mind you, of Rosen to Captain Kirk. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I think they're just going to be throwing the ball all over the field all game. No defense. Teams are like giving up on coach one game, playing hard the next. I think Kyle Shanahan has a little bit more of a control over the team, mind you, and people are actually playing for him. Uh, Steve Wilkes. I, I mean, I feel kind of bad. You never want to see someone like lose their job like that. But Patrick Peterson already said he wants out. I mean, they don't know what the hell they're doing with David Johnson. They did actually just fire offensive coordinator, and now Byron Leftwich is stepping up. Love it. Stepping up to the Love plate, it. Byron Leftwich. He just played like three years ago, it Mar- feels like. Marshall, right? Marshall, Marshall grad. Good for him. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I think David Johnson, he's not somebody we should even ever talk about on the show. He should be getting, I mean, at least 15, 20 fantasy points a week, but he has because of the offense, and they're terrible, so... I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Honestly, I hope they turn it around for him. I I really really hope so. I mean the first the first game what the the San Francisco 49ers beat the Cardinals 28 to 18. It was I mean that's a fairly decent scoring game. But if you look at the past couple games that the who is it that the Niners their last five games they've given up more than 28 points every <laughs> single game. Uh, so their defense is pretty bad. Um, Arizona's defense is pretty bad. They just gave up 45 to Denver. Mind you, Denver's defense was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'm right there with you. I really hope it's a high-scoring game. Um, yeah, just score some touchdowns. I, I people people are saying, oh, you know, like I I like Arizona's defense this week. Could be a good streamer. Um, if you legit are streaming defenses and there's really no one else out there, Arizona could be a they could be a decent defense to stream. Um, Beth there may Heard, be some turnovers here and there, right? You know? Exactly. Obviously, turnovers. It could still Block be a high scoring game. I mean, obviously they have. I think their special teams isn't terrible. That's also part of it as well. Um, Buda Baker did have a defensive touchdown for me, I believe individual i can't believe i picked him up i still lost that week didn't matter so. idp that's crazy he actually yeah. got a ton of points that week. yeah he did uh so I, i'm hoping for a high scoring game um i don't even think i have anyone on either team <laughs> i've been trying to trade for david johnson this week 
like crazy, but then people are counteracting and they're going, oh well, if I, you're, I'm gonna give you David Johnson, you got to give me Todd Gurley. Like, are you are you a moron? Oh my goodness! Like, first of all, here. it would be Todd Gurley for Saquon Barkley as of right now. Like, that would be the straight up trade that that I would do, because nobody's more consistent than those two. Every every running back you draft, except for Melvin Gordon, is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Exactly, exactly. Those three, but like. McCaffrey's not doing that solid. Fournette got hurt. Dalvin Cook's hurt. All, oh, all of your top running backs right now are just it's it's just bad. Kamara came back to uh, life this past week, but he still oh, didn't a little bit, a little exactly. bit. Exactly, he still didn't have that great of a game. I mean, it. I don't, I don't understand why they're not. I mean, obviously it was they stopped throwing to him. Exactly. They stopped throwing to him the last couple of games. It's killing me. He only had. The last three games, five catches, three catches, two catches. One before that, he had nine, six, and 15. Are you kidding me? So clearly Ingram is eating into his... Get him the ball in space, man. You know, obviously they want to do that, but the the Saints, I don't know. I'm still not worried. Um, I mean, if you can, maybe trade as much as you can. Trade away Kamara to get as much as you can. You know what I mean? Maybe trade Kamara for like a Tariq Cohen and maybe like a solid wide receiver. That's actually not Ooh. a that's actually not a bad bad route to go. Trade value calculations. Love it. I'm all about trading. I'm starting to starting to trade as much as I can over the next like week or two. Yeah, now's uh, now's crunch time. So honestly, we really hope that you that you enjoy the show and that you you've learned a few things. Um, I hope because so. that really you know that really ties up our week eight episode. You can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Fam. Email us at thefantasyfam at gmail.com. Also, please check out our website, thefantasyfam.com. You can find the podcast on the site as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Overcast. Thank you again for listening. This is The Fantasy Fam, signing off.